Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, friends. Welcome to First Place. Welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. The morning after a thumping, a thwacking of the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh from 97.1 The Freak. And this is Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver who's going to have to come out of retirement because there's only one team in the NFL that's as good or better than the Dallas Cowboys. And he's beaten them before. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. All right, you got one more slant route that you can get down to the two or what yard line was it? The two? One. one I got down to the one. I got down to the one. Boy, my college coach would have kicked your ass. He, he told <laughs> us if you get to the one, you can score. And I was like, I could fumble. Yeah. I could fumble if I try. Yeah, that's what it would have been. It would have been a fumble. Um, Cowboys beat the Eagles bad. Yes. They beat them bad. Yeah. You know, that was a that was a Pedro Serrano running to first base, looking to the Indians dugout, doing this. Yeah. You can't gotcha. say that, though. He's looking to the Guardians dugout, future Guardians. Oh, the Guardians, excuse me. But at that time, yeah. Wild Fang, it was the Indians. And it was, I mean, it, it was, it was a, it was a nut dropping, big kahuna type yeah. victory. And, yeah. and you know what I loved about this win the most? Not, not that you beat. The Eagles, that, that that's great. That, that is fantastic. It, it's mm-hmm. not that you shut the offense out of the end zone for the entire game. That's great. That, that's what fat fabulous. That's uh, not that uh, uh, Brandon Aubrey scored more points than the Eagles offense scored. It. That, that's great. And it is the only NFL kicker to ever have two, uh, what was it, 60 plus? 59 plus, 59. Plus. Yeah. yeah, great. Fantastic, fabulous. Nice. I love the fact that Mike McCarthy and company made a statement. To quote the great philosopher, uh, Michael Marquez Irvin, don't know if that's really his middle name, but we're going to just roll with it, just shake your head yes. Uh, Michael Marquez Irvin once said, um, in addition to saying that we're losing recipes, uh, he also said that you beat a man by attacking his weaknesses, but you break a man by attacking his strengths. And I love the fact that last night, while you could pass on this team all day, every day, that Mike McCarthy, Rico Dotto, Tony Pollard, that offensive line says, if your strength, your confidence, your 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 big kahunas of your team is that defensive front, we're gonna run the football on you. We're gonna run the football for a collective of about 140 yards, about 4.4 yards a carry. And they, when they wanted to run it, they ran it. They got a little cavalier in the third quarter, but then they said, ah, 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 let us get back to what we've been doing. And I think that was the biggest statement to me of the football game was the Cowboys said, we're going to run at you. We're going to run around you. We're going to run through you. And if it left any doubt that we are a better football team than you going forward, now when you go forward, you already know what we can do to you in the secondary. Your secondary is trash. Darius Slade included. I told you guys all last week that they were toast. And Darius Slay was toast. Roby was toast. Eli Ricks was toast. James Bradbury was toast. Kevin Byard was toast. Uh, Reed Blankenship was white toast. It, they all were toast. But they ran the football at the big, bad boys up front. And I think that was a statement, statement piece by Mike McCarthy, Mike Solari, and company 
for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, if you'll excuse me for a second, I'd like to pay the bills. Oh, sorry. Um, I was, I was just so I got, I had that, I had that ready to go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Peter. That was good. No, it was lovely. It was a good piece of broadcasting. Thank you. We're presented by our friends at Bet Online, your top spot for all your live betting action and contests: NFL, college football, UFC, NHL. Everything's in full swing. Bet Online, your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today. Use our promo code Believe B L E A V for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. If you're going to wager on hockey, just be careful with the stars. I went to a game on Saturday. That was not fun. They lost by 150 goals. So just be careful, even though they've been good this year so far. Vegas kicked our butt. Um, my favorite thing is when you get to when you get to celebrate yourself and be like, remember when I told y'all? Uh, you told us about the Eagles secondary. I told you three or four weeks ago, prepare. Because in three or four weeks, we're going to be talking about the tie at the top of the division. And we're going to go from, oh, no, to woohoo, And then the schedule is going to be hard. And it's probably going to go back the other way. But currently, we get to sit in the fun zone. And the fun zone is where you get Who to believe this? that you – Is that you doing that right now? There you, there you go. There you go. Rotator cuffs. That stuff hurts. <laughs> that stuff hurts. So here's the thing. Um. And people may not want to believe me. This I'd like to welcome you to Jeff's uh, football data den. One of the great predictors of how good teams are going to do is how they've already done. And record is not as good as measuring teams by their point differential or by their how their offenses and defenses have performed. The Eagles have one of the five best offenses in football, and they now have one of the five worst defenses in football. That doesn't equal 10 and 3. The Eagles are last year's Vikings. They have won all the close games, and it's like, well, they must have grit and fortitude. Well, if that were true, it would carry over year to year, and it doesn't. They've been lucky this year. And up next on the docket is the team that's been unlucky, who is plus 100 and something point differential and seven and six, because that happens. The two biggest outliers based on what their record quote should be and what it is are the Eagles on the lucky side and the Bills on the unlucky side. So, in a weird thing here, the 10 and 2 team you played, they're not as good as the 7 and 6 Bills that you're about to play, and I know that sounds crazy, but I just want you guys to know that is what it that's what Jeff's data den is telling you is that you're about to play better. Team. But I don't say that to discredit the win against Philadelphia because that's what people are going to want to do now. Yeah. But now you haven't beat a winning team on the road or something. Like that's what they're going to do now. You don't worry about that. You just smile and you say, "Yeah, it's fun. Okay. All right." There's a very real chance that Philadelphia could be beat by Seattle this week. There's a very real chance that could happen. I'm not going to get my hopes up too high because there's also a very real chance that the Cowboys could drop one to either the Bills or the Dolphins, and it doesn't matter. But there's a very real chance. The two best teams in football are the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys, the end. That's the two best teams in the NFL. And that's a fun place to sit, Jesse Holly. No, Except it, it, you probably going to run into that team at some point. And that's the biggest thing is that it's a great place to sit. But the biggest fear is, is that you're talking about making the statement. The, the 49ers have made a statement against this Cowboys team. And, and, and maybe we're, we're, we're heading for a crash course in the Niners, Cowboys, and, and, and that rivalry. I wouldn't say rivalry because you actually have to win some to make it a rivalry. They haven't won in the last three opportunities. But the, it'll be a great matchup to see. But, you know, this game for the Cowboys – it was just another showing of 
boy, this team is really founded. Like this team is really founded. Um, I, I was impressed by Dan Quinn, the way that he was timing his blitzes up uh, in that game last night. He, he, he was, he knew when, he knew where, he knew who to send the blitzes to. He really, you saw Jalen Hurts sped up. Uh, while he always has that calm, cool demeanor, you could tell by his play, he was sped up. He was rushed. He was uncomfortable. Uh, you know, now I, I'm, I'm a fair dude. Uh, they dropped two touchdown passes. I mean, they, they, I mean, AJ Brown dropped one on the sideline and Devontae Smith dropped one uh, when he beat uh, Jordan Lewis on the, on the corner route. Uh, but that's football. That's football. And just like when the Cowboys played them in Philadelphia, they caused three fumbles and the Eagles recovered three of them. Last night, they caused three fumbles and the Cowboys recovered all three fumbles. That That is the way that is. This football girl is not faithful. She will twist and turn on you at any chance she gets. And you saw that. You saw the, the bounce of the ball last night. She decided that she wanted to fall in the arms of another man. And so she absolutely did that in the tune of, of doing it three times. And the Cowboys won the, uh, the turnover battle. Most of the time, in game is a large percentage of when you win the turnover battle and you have three uh, turnovers to their one, that usually means that you're going to win that football game. Uh, but I just was impressed. I was impressed with this team. Uh, they 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 met they met the challenge. They met the challenge. They met it with force. And you know, I was telling you know telling folks all week. People wanted to make a big deal about Mike. They're, they're doing this for Mike McCarthy. I said, I'm like, let's relax. I'm not saying that Mike McCarthy isn't a guy who doesn't deserve a little bit of love. And respect. Oh, you think they you think they hate Mike? No, I'm just saying it was like oh, I think he, they won one for the Gipper. They were like, oh, he had a, you know he just had an appendix taken out. I said, that's that's he had he had a root canal. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't. You know, they didn't have open heart surgery. He didn't, he didn't die. He didn't die on the football field. He, he had appendix surgery. Like it's, it's not the end of the world, but this was a week where you didn't need motivation. You didn't, you didn't need Mike McCarthy to have his appendix taken out. You didn't need a rah-rah speech. You didn't, you didn't need the ferocious animal attack video that all special teams coaches play right before the game. When you, when this was the moment in time, and we've seen this in the past, this team, when there's something put in front of them, like, Hey guys, you can actually tie for the division right here. You're playing a good team. We've seen this team for many, many, many years falter. I was a part of some of those teams as a player. I've been a part of these teams. It's covering it. It was delightful and exciting and just encouraging to see when it mattered the most. Not only did you go out there and win a football game, but you got you 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 made them go get a switch. I don't know if, I don't know what family you come from, Jeff, or the family that I come from. When you got a certain amount of trouble, my grandmother make, would make you go outside and get your own switch. And you oh, so my dad would just drink heavily and then hit me with whatever he could find. Why do you have to match my dark with even more darkness? Like you, it's one thing to get a whooping, but now you... <laughs> my dad never hit me. I said it on the radio the other day just because I like to make my parents uncomfortable because I know they listen. And my mom just texted me. She said, Jeffrey. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and when she used the full name, you know that you know you, you know that means she's like Come nobody on. struck you. <laughs> no, I never had to get a switch. I should have honestly. My parents should have. They should have hit me many times. Yeah, my grandma meant to go get a switch, and you better not come back in the house with one of those little skinny switches. Yeah, you better come back in with a switch with some girth. And then it's, it's basically like pick pick your pick your whooping uh, uh, instrument. Yeah. And that's what you're going to get. Whooped. That's what the Cowboys did last night. They, they made the Eagles go go get the switch, and they got their butt whooped. Um, one of my favorite things has been he's been solid all year, but watching the watching the old head yeah. prove like, hey, look, 
I know youngster gets the headlines. Pick sixes are badass, but if you want to talk about every day, who's going to show up and do their job, look for the hall of famer. Yeah. Uh, and it took them all of one half against a jumbo sized, good wide receiver for the Cowboys to become a follow team. And Stefan Gilmore started the game following AJ Brown. Like, yeah. all right, we found what we're going to do. Our youngster is not going to deal with the big boys. Our vet is going to deal with the big boys. And Stefan Gilmore showed up again and was quite good. But the Cowboys are very reliant on taking the ball away, which is fine as long as you're going to keep taking the ball away. But that game looks a little different if you don't rip the ball out of everyone's hands. Uh, but Stefan Gilmore being able to be like, no, it's cool. Like, I know AJ Brown, it wasn't wrong when he called me old. I'm just still good. I, I'm yeah. very much NFL old. But Stephon Gilmore is not washed yet. He still got you. So it was nice yeah. to see that dude. I love the fact that Stephon said that. He's like, yeah, he called me old, and that made me mad. Like, it, it made me mad. He's like, yeah, I know I'm old, but don't call me old. That will piss me off. Just let me be old and mind my business over here and do my old person thing. But when you blatantly call me out old, I'm going to take offense to that. And, and it wasn't a sort of effort by the Cowboys to, to get the football out. You saw them like – Hey, guys, they, they, that was something that they was either coached by Al Harris or DQ. It was like, they carry the ball loosely. Let's get in there. Let's wrap up with one arm and let's try to get the ball out. And they did it successfully three times. And, you know, there were there were a lot of factors in the Cowboys winning the football game, but getting three turnovers definitely, uh, definitely helped in that category. Now I'd like to shout out two men on offense. One, Dak Prescott, who is now the favorite. I could check. Here we go. There we go. I could check other places, but the first two places I looked, he is the favorite now to win the NFL MVP, closely followed by 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy. And then there's a big jump down to guys like Tua and Hertz. Um quick question. If Tyreek gets 2,000 receiving yards, does he does he win the MVP? Okay, let me tell okay, let me tell you, let me tell you about a thing I'd like to tell you about then about that. Right. Let me tell you a thing about I'd like to tell you about a toe in the box. Now I'd like Take those bets as well, right? I'm assuming the MVP bets. Oh, heck yeah, yeah. Check out bet online for that. Um, I would do it knowing I would vote for Tyreek Hill. I think this is a good year to vote for a non-quarterback, even though I would know that I'm lying. Because it is still called most valuable player. And if that is the case, you have to vote for a quarterback because they're more valuable at the end. Uh, but in a year where they don't, you don't have the statistical monster things happening at quarterback like you usually do. I think if somebody does something historic, we could have fun and vote for them for MVP just to be like, Hey, remember that year where there wasn't, it wasn't really a quarterback year of holy crap. Somebody threw for 5,450 touchdowns and Tyreek Hill broke the receiving record and we gave him the award. Cause it would have been cool. Like I would, I would do that vote, but I can't say that because we're on believe in the Dallas Cowboys, and we should say Dak is the MVP. Um, but yeah, I think if you go for like Tyreek, might end the year with twenty one hundred yards. You might. I'd see what he did yesterday, but he was on pace to break it in sixteen games to break Calvin Johnson's single season receiving record, much less than seventeen. Um, so yeah, I would do it, but the league won't because it is the most valuable player, which is the quarterback. Except maybe in San Francisco, where he's probably going to win, because I think they're going to win out. Um, Brock Purdy's probably going to win the league MVP, I think. And he's the one place where I would kind of look at it sideways. Like, are you the MVP? Because all I had to do was take away your left tackle and one receiver. Y'all sucked for a minute. 
but then you got them back and you guys were perfect again. And I saw Jimmy G be really good in your spot. And so, I, so the answer is, I don't know anything about anything is the answer. Give it to Dak. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at Dak if, if he won, if he won the MVP. And I, I'm with you. I wouldn't be mad as well as, 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 as my heart is always uh, in love with the receiver position. I would love to see a receiver kind of win that award. And it'd be pretty cool to see a receiver get 2,000 yards in a season. And that's one of those records that, well, maybe. I would say it'd be hard to break, but the way this passing league is going around, I don't, that, that don't, it, it may get broke two or three more times in the next 10 years. So who, who knows? But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I just want people, I think it would be fun for Tyreek Hill to have one because receivers just don't win it anymore. When's the last time it was a non-quarterback? Peterson? Adrian Peterson. Okay. Um, I think Tyreek should have it because over the last two or three years, like I think, and I would like to apologize right now to both Randy Moss and Jerry Rice. Oh. I think Tyreek Hill is the most uncoverable dude in the history of the league. Like over the last two or three years, it is just the dumbest thing. If you think one guy has a chance, that one guy is dead. He's dead. It's just a matter of, am I running that way or am I running that way? And either way, you will not be standing next to me and you better have a help in a lot of different places. He's I don't freaking. know, man. I, I, listen, I, I get it. Jerry's the GOAT for his longevity and what he's able to do, but <sighs> Randy was unguardable, man. Like, oh, Okay, so you're going to go out of your way to hate on Jerry Rice. See, I was just saying that no, Tyreek is I, one I, of them. That's all. I, and now I, you were take, you're hating on Jerry Rice. The greatest I, 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 I love Randy Moss. Randy Moss made me fall in. Like, Peter Warwick and Randy Moss are the two that made me fall in love with the receiver position. And Randy was just, I mean, when you when you saw him do this. And, and he wasn't dude, even up to the DB yet. That's what I'm saying. The dude's <laughs> 10 yards away from him. He does this. Like, that's insane. Like, no, he's 10 yards away, but I got him. Just I throw mean, it up there. Jeff George and Dante Culpepper. And who was it at the end? Was it Randall Cunning? Which quarterback came back from the dead at, like, age 40? He sent everybody to the Pro Bowl. Just throw it far. And I'll do it. Yeah. He was fun. Yeah, I remember when he when he he's being triple covered against the Jets. And he like catches the ball. Like he throws his hands up. Tom Brady throws him a post route. There's three dudes standing there and he catches it with one hand and he never brings it back down. And he just runs into the end zone with the ball like that. I, but yeah, but Tyreek, Tyreek, his speed, his speed is is just unfair. It, it it's cartoonish. It looks like when he's running that the like the, the game has been sped up a couple of octaves. Oh, I sound, but speed, whatever that, whatever that is. Oh, um, but yeah, but I would love to see a receiver get the MVP. That would be pretty cool. I also want to shout out Jake Ferguson, just because Jake Ferguson is turning into like one of those dudes that's part of the heartbeat. And uh, offenses have offenses have to have people who are willing to be the bad guy and yeah. the enforcer and like, yeah, whatever. I'll hit whoever I'll talk crap to whoever, whoever wants some of this can get some of this. And I don't know. I guess I didn't see it coming that it was going to be Jake Ferguson. Like Luke Schoonmaker will forever be a pick that is not going to matter because Jake Ferguson has taken that tight end spot and said, no, not only am I our starting tight end, I'm going to be one of our top two or three receivers for the next however many years. And I'm going to be part of the heartbeat of this thing. Like, I felt that way about J. Ron Curse last year. He became part of the heartbeat of the defense. Mm -hmm. Ferg is part of this thing's heartbeat, and I dig it. I love it. No, not only that, and that's a that's a that's that's an attribute that 
many people just can't they can't wear that crown right like yeah like you know like yeah we see Dak and he does a little kind of thing every once in a while but that's not the attitude of the team you know what i'm saying and cd he'll do the kind of that thing but he's not the attitude like you feel you you like the the it's tangible it's it's a it's something when you see fur get in his bag you can feel that energy it's aggressive it's nasty in a good way. It's um, it, it it can lift your spirits up, and you know, last night I was watching the game, and my, every time he made a play, it just I just could not stop saying, and we wasted a second round pick on a title. Like we could have picked anything. Don't worry about that. We wasted a first round pick too. Oh, did you see? Did you see Mozzie get into that game? And they ran the ball at him three times in a row. I, I just don't – it's one thing to not have technique and be fundamentally sound as a rookie. I get it. 100% I understand that and the development of that. But how do you consistently – and you are the you are the closest person to the football outside of the center himself. Set hut. And you're still late off the football. <laughs> I'm like, son, I don't care if you can lift the house. If the ball is snapped and you're a second before you move, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. There isn't an offensive guard, center, whoever has to block you, that when they see you, they're like, oh, God, thank you. <laughs> the one thing I have to worry about him is beating me to the punch. Like, never, ever. And I don't understand. I, I do not understand. Is there I'm, – I'm not joking, and I'm not being insensitive. I really not – my next statement is I don't know if there is a visual – or hearing impairment in Mozzie Smith. Okay. Because there's no way that you can be that consistently that late off the – like, I would take Mozzie Smith, and for the entire hour and 45 minutes of practice, you you know the long stick with the football at the end? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You would do nothing but get off drills. Nothing. <laughs> I would go, ha, ha, ha. You would do nothing – for an hour and 45 minutes, you have the workout group over there with, 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 with Coach Harold Nash. You have the other the rehab group over there with Britt Brown. You would be over there with, with an intern, a GA, or somebody, and you will be working nothing but get-offs for an hour and 45 minutes of practice. Until you can't hold your arms up anymore, then you'll do it from a two-point stand. But it is absolutely – that is not technique. That is not rookiness. That is not anything. That, that that is there. There's something that has to be physically wrong for you not to be able to that when that ball is snapped, for you to move when everybody else is moving, and it's like it's not even like oh well you can kind of it is blatant, it is blatant, and you're a second a second and a half off from when the ball is snapped to you actually getting yourself moving into the action. It's insane. I've never seen anything like that before in my life. And in the most unfair game to play of all time, I mean, we could have Joey Porter Jr. and Tank Dell. We could. But that's that's an unfair game to play. We Even if that is who you would have picked if you had that pick with each of those picks. Um, but anyway, my, here's my only thing. Damn it. Why are we doing They beat the Eagles in their first place. The only Here's my only problem. I don't even – I don't care too much when you miss with the draft pick because that's what happens. What I hate is if you're going to miss, don't miss with early picks on the least important positions. Yeah. Miss firing at the offensive line or pass rusher, receiver, or quarterback. Don't miss firing it. He'll stop the run. Don't, don't miss on...
<laughs> so the Cowboys beat the Eagles. They smashed them. They did. Man, they smashed them. They're in first place for today until the Eagles play the rest of their NFC East games. Uh, hey, maybe the Giants will beat the Eagles once. That'd be pretty wild ass. That'd be fun. That'll be wild. Then you could get the tiebreaker, maybe. Uh, if they lost. Yeah, because you beat everybody else. Yeah, that'd be the tiebreaker. You still have, oh. you have to finish out beating Washington. Huh? That's well that I think we I think that'll get handled. Okay. I think that'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cowboys win. Cowboys are in first place. Forget about all the things we just bitched about. Remember all the stuff about how the Cowboys did good and they're good at sport. All right. Everybody have a wonderful day. We love you. Uh, remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. Be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.